Ready to go? Let's do it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Unsolicited Lifting Advice. My name is Sam. My name is Manus. Thank you for joining us this week. Uh, we appreciate, again, your support as always. Mm-hmm. Happy to keep doing this. Uh, had a good good shoulder session. Oh, yeah. Hence the uh, the tanks. The tanks. For the, the video <laughs> podcast listeners, we could not let this pump go to waste. It, it'd be criminal. It would be. It, w- it would be uh, worthy of the death penalty. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you're welcome. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it is your pleasure to admire this fine physique. <laughs> it, was like, it was like a two-hour... That's like the benefit of the of like not having anything else, anything to, do else to do during the day was that you can spend two hours on yeah. shoulders uh, and some abs and some abs did some abs did some abs did that what was what was the the name of that pile off presses pile, yeah so that's that that was new to me and that is going to become a staple in my routine now mm-hmm. as that was challenging in one of the most bizarre ways I've had in a, in a long time for an ab workout uh, so pile off presses um first off I highly recommend them to everyone listening. Uh, I've been incorporating into my routine for about two weeks now. Uh, so I I got this from from Dr. Steffi Cohen. I, wow, I put some emphasis on him. Um, respect, it's respect. Absol- put on her name. Absolutely. You put respect on her name. Um, and not nearly enough of it. There's, <laughs> that, to be fair, it's because you can't put enough yeah. on. You know, one of the greatest athletes to ever athlete. Um, before I get into that rant again, so... So she was talking about ab training, and she's like, yeah, like a lot of people, when they're training their obliques, will do like oblique side raises, mm-hmm. which is what I've always done. And she's like, okay, like that's fine, but think about what the point of that is, especially in terms of strength, where you're trying to brace your core and you're keeping that stable. You're not trying to train it to mm-hmm. do the movement. You're trying to resist that movement. And so she's like, something like this, you're actively resisting that the entire time. And I was like, yeah, I guess I'll try it once. Yeah. Oh my God, was that humbling? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just the lowness of the weights and how quickly that starts challenging yeah. you. It's yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah we're, we're going to keep doing this. <laughs> so, for those who haven't done the exercise, is you get in a kneeling position, basically one foot, uh, one foot on the ground, one knee on the ground. So, let's say your left foot is on the ground, your left knee is on the ground, like you're trying to stretch your abductor, like your mm-hmm. hip adductors or something. And with a cable, uh, you hold uh, the, the the cable out, hands uh, tight right in front of you at chest level, mm-hmm. um, at a position where when your arms are straight out in front of you, you have tension on the cable, mm-hmm. and then you just bring your hands into your chest and back out again, uh, kind of like you're playing patty cake, but with your hands together. Uh, and um, Video listeners will have the benefit of seeing yes, us do this. Do this. Uh, but it is, again, a humbling exercise for your core, as you realize how rarely you do that kind of training, uh, like you said, most people are doing crunches or the the, the side crunches, things mm-hmm. like that to train your abs, which again works. But yeah, when it comes to training it the way you want the muscle to work, i.e., resisting turning and uh, rotation, mm-hmm. that's one of those uh, those humblers. Yeah, big humble. Big. Love it. Mm-hmm. Um, Love her. There, there's a reason I, I think we were only doing like 20 pounds. It like was not a lot yeah. of weight. And that, that was me moving <laughs> up in weight. Yeah, yeah. The first time I did, I'm doing it with 15s. So I'm like, my hip flexors. Ow. <laughs> um, yeah, just highly recommend them. Get them in your training. It, it will challenge you in a very different way. Yeah. Um, you have a confession. Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I do. And you actually don't even know what it is yet. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm excited. All right, so... 
So last week, came up here and made a big deal about how I get up at 5.15 a.m. to go to the gym so that the gym's empty. Now, still living in a college town, our, our version of Resolutioners doesn't start until February because that's when everyone comes back from vacation. And so you've got a round of Resolutioners in January, and then you've got a round of Resolutioners from all the college students that come back and are, hey, like, I'll, my new year starts when I get back to school. Mm-hmm. That crowd has just started dying away now. And I realized that on Tuesday after after recording, so a day before the episode came out, um, and I figured out I can come in an extra hour later, and it's it's actually less crowded <laughs> because because everyone that gets to the gym at six, at six a.m. because they need to do that to get to work on time is already like working their way out. Yeah, and no one else has come in yet, so you come in and it's it's just serenely empty <laughs> and it's incredible. And so now I get up at 6.15 instead of 5.15. <laughs> but as we all know, that means that since it's, it's past 6 a.m., I'm no longer hardcore. Exactly. Yep. I yep. have to turn that you card have, in. You have to give me your hardcore card before we leave for the day. And I will shred it and burn the shreds as uh, the rules state. And that, that's where I just got to come up and be like, listen, in, in the interest of honesty, I am no longer worthy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mjolnir, I'm sorry, buddy. Yeah. I'll be back one day. That's some um, next Floyd. February. That's fun. that's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> we are obviously joking for those only listening. Um, it's I think they're like we've talked about this before. What you put your pride in, what you put your identity in, as far as the gym, whether it's I'm the person who's at the gym super early every day, or I'm the person who's there longer than everybody else. Uh, both of those things are aren't bad in and of themselves obviously Mm -hmm. like i've worked out early kind of for work like because of work reasons like it's it's just it just works so i can make it to my job on time um but like today i mean we started lifting in at what like 12 30 something like that like that what time is it now uh, like 12 31 yeah like in the in the afternoon so you know we're not uh, we're not making our ancestors uh, shameful by going what's convenient for no us. No dishonor on this, Cal. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. So, like, if you, you know, if you have to adjust your workout time, that's fine. You know, we're he's joking about the hardcore thing. Hardcore is just, it's a mindset. And that mindset is uh, consistency. Um, so. Yes. Oh, my. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So, uh, this week, we've got a fun one. Um, for the first time. I think ever we planned out our topic uh, more than an hour I, in advance. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so you you hit me up. And you're like, hey, let's let's have a meeting on Thursday and make that a routine. I'm like, I'm here for it. Let's let's treat this like uh, yeah. like professionals. Now um, now the point was to spare you a phone call every time I have a new idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so so instead of getting a call four times a yeah, day, we just have a two hour conversation on Thursdays. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> So we figured today we would go into because we already told you about the different kind of styles of lifting in our Olympic Power Strong Fit Body video mm-hmm. uh, episode. Um, so today we're going to talk about the kinds of gyms and the different places that you will lift. The uh, episode yes. title will be "Oh, the places you'll grow." <laughs> Shout out, Dr. Seuss. Um, so we're going to start where I think most people start. My my guess would be most people most start people. here. Uh, the high school weight room, which depending on your high school, 
can range from top level facility to uh, this is a concrete dungeon that someone dropped the weight in once mm -hmm. and they said, hey, this is a good enough place to call a gym. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. uh, I have worked out in multiple high school gyms of varying levels of uh, uh, equipment uh, from the, again, the when, when I was playing football my junior, senior year, the gym at the school, it was the basement of our athletic center. And it was, it was literally, it was just concrete everywhere. The, like it was basically an unfinished basement. Yeah. Uh, with That's like put some machines. Exactly. In that like that they had like you know gotten some donated machines, which again like no no judgment. Like you do what you can do, and if you know athletics isn't you know the biggest thing on your your uh, your plate, you're gonna have just you know kind of what you, you have. have less place to show for it. Yeah, exactly. And I remember when uh, when I was leaving my senior year, they were starting to. To upgrade, mm -hmm. and I remember taking out all of those old rusty plates <laughs> and like looking at the cool new ones. Like, man, you guys are gonna have fun. <laughs> have fun. I'm gonna be gone. So, uh, that's that's kind of step one. What did you, and you played soccer in, in high school, right? Did you not, guys not for my high school? Oh, really? So, well, I I did trivia in high school. Nice. And so, uh, I was I was on the high school trivia team for four years yeah, yeah. Uh, on tv for three of them captain my senior year um but that that takes up my time that yeah. takes my weekends so i played i played uh soccer uh, like when i had time i just like joined like weekend leagues yeah, yeah and then that way it's not a big enough thing where okay this this week i've got you know a meet for the thing that's gonna get me into college yeah, yeah. if i don't show up like what are you gonna do? Kick me off the team? Yeah. <laughs> um, but but like I did run. I did things like track and whatnot, and yeah. so I did spend time in the gym from that. And track uh, was just well, like, I mean, I'm I'm just here, and I talked with the coaches beforehand. Or so listen, I'm just here. It's like I want to work out better. Yeah. You know more than I do. You've got this space for me, and they're like, yeah, like if you want to come train with us, that's fine. Mm -hmm. Fully knowing that, okay, like, I'm not going in and running meets. And yeah. Honestly, high school, I switched from doing... Middle school, I was an all-county sprinter. Then everyone else got taller, and I didn't. <laughs> that whole puberty thing decided to work out for some people. Uh, uh -huh. <laughs> um, and on top of that, I switched to distance in high school. So the whole... Oh, like I can't run meat thing? Didn't matter. I wasn't gonna run a meat anyway. Yeah. yeah. I just, <laughs> I'll be honest. I'll, I'll say where I wasn't good enough. Um... But yeah, I never, I never played soccer for the school. Okay, cool. I didn't yeah. know. <laughs> Learning things. Um, but but I mean, I worked out in the weight room all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I liked it. All things considered, Howard County, Maryland, you can't really complain about the sort of facility you've got. Yeah, <laughs> um, I was in McGrath County, so yeah, it's pretty yeah, kind it's, of the same. <laughs> I I don't think ours was was like a bolus facility. Yeah, yeah. But even still, like. As far as American high school gyms go, it's definitely on the upper yeah. end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we had all the essentials. We, uh, we had strength coaches who would be there okay. after hours, so you could go in. Um, that program there, at least until my senior year, uh, was very big on Olympic lifting. Okay, and so my my first times learning to move stuff was art. We're gonna do like hand cleans and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Very lightweight. Just let's just get form down which I guess 
then would make that my first time touching a barbell and not the, you know, almost dying trying yeah. to bench 95 that's story, a better that story I told. That's story, though. We'll stick that's, with that story. That's the story I'm going to keep telling. <laughs> that's the story we're going to stick with. Um, but, but, yeah. Cool. So you had, like, strength coaches. Yes. Cool. So, yeah, my starting out at a, a public school in Montgomery County, we had the football coaches uh, who, and you know, wh- who all had collegiate experience playing and, you know, were, mm-hmm. again, no one died in the weight room. Uh, and then same thing moving to... <laughs> That's always to, a good standard. It's, oh, yeah, it's a, you know, zero deaths. <laughs> uh, and then moving, again, finished out at a private school with, uh, again, same, we had uh, football coaches, shout out, Coach Salento. Um, and then since they, they got a, they got a, 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 a physical trainer, um, mm-hmm. like an actual, uh, trainer for the weight room. But yeah, so I feel like most people probably start in a high school weight room. Mm-hmm. Um, again, varying levels of coaching, varying levels of equipment. Again, at that, like it's, we're now getting to the point where people recognize that kids lifting is fine because yes. for a long time is good. Yeah. The thought was like, Oh, you're going to like, uh, you're going to, it's, it's st- going to stunt your height. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the growth. You're going to like smash your growth plates or something. And the yeah. was like, no, 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 no. Like uh-huh. football is going to do that more than the, than the lifting the weights will. Um, so where it's, I think a lot more schools, county systems, whatever, I recognize the benefit of, uh, having a good, trainer or a good or at least you know a, yeah. a place where where kids can uh safely do that so that's where as, most people start as well as someone to like teach them how to do it without yes. ripping themselves in half yeah 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 yeah, yeah. um somewhat literally <laughs> yeah thankfully no injuries uh when uh when when we were working out mm-hmm. so most people after that if you if you don't lift in high school it's totally fine again if you're either not doing one it's of the not sports. when i got into lifting yeah and again i feel like it used to just be like football and like wrestling maybe who would yeah. lift but now again we're realizing hey no no everyone we had we every had a like should be lifting strength and conditioning was a after school club for us nice we had nice. people who like just did that and yeah. did not play any other sports that's awesome um, and then obviously the teams would go in, mm-hmm. especially, especially, uh, lacrosse, uh, my starting my junior year, uh, coach Creighton came in. He was a uh, captain of like, he's a captain of Salisbury, I think a national champion. Definitely nice. went like played at those, at like Salisbury's that sort of level, yeah. um, was an all American multiple years. Uh, so when he came and completely changed that program around, nice. uh, including, okay guys, we're going to. Like, lifting standards were part of tryouts. Nice. <laughs> and the first year, we went from an 8-8 eight and eight team to state championships. Yeah. So, that, the guy knew something. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so. Um, but, and then, yeah, I think where you're about to get to, uh, if you don't get into it in high school, you probably get into it in college. Yeah, so, uh, collegiate gyms. And obviously, we have our fun, like, kind of origin story uh-huh. of, of two-a-days at Epley. Uh, but, yeah, so collegiate facilities uh, are a great way to, if you didn't lift in high school, you now have access to, normally, a very large facility, even if you're no, at a smaller school. Normally, very high quality. Yeah, even, I remember we visited Randolph-Macon my junior year of high school, which is a smaller school in Northern Virginia. They had an excellent facility. Yeah. I mean, this was a school, I think, less than, like, 5,000 people attended. Yeah. And they had a phenomenal facility. So this is a great place where if you are new to lifting, they will have uh, classes. They will have, obviously, the staff, mm-hmm. the gym staff themselves. You might be able to t- – no, you not might. You will most likely be able to take courses 
for credit, either in the Kines department mm-hmm. um, or whatever you're, again, at Maryland, it was School of Public Health. You'll have some kind of place you can go to learn. Uh, How to do these basic, things. Yeah, the basics, the fundamentals very well. You'll also have clubs in case it doesn't fit into your academic schedule. Yeah. There's, there's just a lot of different resources available to you to be able to start getting into this yeah. and start doing it in a non-injurious fashion. Yes, that's <laughs> big, big plus. Uh, and then uh, outside of just straight lifting, obviously, you have intramural sports, you have club mm-hmm. sports. You have, like, college is a great place to get into fitness if it's something you haven't been doing either in high school or before or whatever. Wherever, whatever time you're going to college, again, it's just, like, one of those spots where you kind of don't have an excuse not to. Yeah. Again, where we went UMD, there were multiple gyms. You had, like, Epley, Ritchie, Public Health had gym. Like, yeah. I think you, I think even some of the new buildings might, like, the dorms might have gyms. I don't even know. Jesus Christ. Um, but so that yeah, Must it's it's nice. a it's a right. It's a great place to get into it if uh, you have not tried out fitness yet. Go to your 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 campus rec facility. Ask them about you the classes, and then you also have like you know obviously basketball courts, mm-hmm. racquetball, the pool. You know, like swimming. Yeah, I Maryland mean, had a climbing gym. I'm worth the yeah, yeah, exactly. there. Yeah, it's yeah, incredible. You had a climbing wall. Like that's just uh, it's it's an excellent place. Um, the step after this. Uh, now and, we get into the fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this is, I think, what makes up the bulk of most people's fitness. Again, once you leave college, mm-hmm. is what we're going to call corporate gyms. <laughs> so these are the chains of gyms. You'll see commercials for them on TV, or maybe you won't if they're fancy. Uh, but the kind of place where you'll pay anywhere from 10 bucks on the low range to a couple hundred a month if, if you got the bread like that. Yes. So these are your Planet Fitness, mm-hmm. LA Fitness, Gold's Gym, Equinox, Lifetime, Bally's RIP. Mm-hmm. Uh, though like 24-hour fitness, these kind of spots. Yes. And this is a point where you have, again, this is like a, prof- not professional, but like a... It's a... St- Okay, I was about to say it's a step up, and depending <laughs> on the college you went to and the yeah, corporate yeah. gym of choice, that may not be true. However, it is a potential step up, and it is definitely a way to stay involved with fitness outside of the college gym. Yeah. Like, for example, I'm right back in my college town. Thank you, grad school. <laughs> uh, if I wanted to keep going to, to our collegiate gym, I could. And honestly, if it wasn't for... For, you know, current COVID situation, I probably would be. I love that gym. However, I don't want to make our reservations every time I want to work out. (laughs) Um, Mostly because I can't be in and out of the gym in an hour. Yes. Not happening, folks. (laughs) And so, one of these guys comes in. Actually, I think most listeners know we both go to Gold's. Yeah. But (laughs) um, that said, so Sam... Uh, this was your idea. I think we've got a fun analogy to start explaining some of these corporate gyms to you and where they fit in with each other. Yeah, so they – and this isn't – we're going to make fun of some of them, obviously. <laughs> but, again, as we said multiple times, whatever gets you in the gym, wherever you go, if you're being consistent and you're working towards your blah, 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 good. Okay, that being said. Yes. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about how do we phrase – I'm going to look at your thing. Oh, yeah, how do we phrase the uh, – so let's start Planet Fitness because they're the – again, like of the corporate gyms, they're the ones that kind of get made fun of the most. They, I mean, any, any gym that gives out pizza – is is kind of begging for a little bit yeah. of uh, kind-hearted ribbing, let's um, call it. Um, any gym that doesn't have a squat rack. Yeah. 
going to make you use Smith machines for it, <laughs> even though, like, it, it arguably is going to be worse for you. Yeah. It's, <laughs> so, like, if you can only afford, if you, if you are just budgeting and you just need, you got to get in the gym and you only have $10 a month, Planet Fitness is your go-to. Again, it's, it's oh. on the cheaper side for the yes. monthly membership. Uh, if you are looking just to get into fitness, like I just need to be more active and I don't have the ability to walk in my neighborhood or I don't have access mm-hmm. to any kind of cardio equipment, this is a great spot to start. Again, I know they had – my dad at one point had a membership there just because it, was, it wasn't as crowded sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, so he would go there and, again, just do his cardio. It's a great spot for that. And again, if it, if you just kind of want to dip your toe in, you don't want to make a big monetary commitment and you just want to like, hey, I've never touched a dumbbell before. Hey, Planet Fitness. No, no, no shame in your game. Mm-mm. That being said, uh, if you do want to get into lifting more weight or again, have L- access looking to at a, a higher level, have access to a squat rack. If, uh, if you're interested in doing <laughs> I'm trying to think if I want to stick by the statement. <laughs> Actually, yeah, yeah, I'll stick with it. If if you're interested in doing anything we covered in episode seven, <laughs> anything, if you're interested in Olympic power fit body and doing that at a high level, at some point you'll probably have to graduate from plant fitness. Yeah. The the body being the sole possible exception, but like, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> yeah, so uh, then you have your, like, your LA Fitness Gold's these are kind of like on the same ish level as far as like you'll have access to all the equipment you need. Some of them might have like about again, I know the LA Fitness where my dad used to go had a basketball court in it. Mm-hmm. Some of them might have pools. I learned today that there's a level two fitness membership for golds. Yeah. Which is that's very interesting. Odd. I don't know what that's that about. Wasn't but you know when I signed up. No, nah, it wasn't. But you know, hey, there's there's level two now. So uh I guess that's where they give you access to the Shield Essential database. <laughs> and you can learn about Nick Fury's real eyeball. Um but this is a spoilers sp- <laughs> <laughs> a movie that came out three years ago. Uh, yeah, but so this is the kind of spot where you'll have a wide range of people in there. You'll see, uh, like, again, people just starting to fitness mm-hmm. all the way up to like some, I, I'd especially argue, gold. Yeah, I, I, you'll see some pros working out in a golds. So if you're the kind of person who likes uh, being around other people who are really trying to push, golds is a great spot. Mm-hmm. Um, again, as we talked about before, people are very friendly. Again, we talked today. We were we were lifting, and a buddy of yours mm-hmm. was there. You know, just just you know, we were working out the racks next to each other. Yeah. Nice little light conversation, having some fun. Yeah, um, uh, a good spot to uh, progress your goals. And if you are looking for those communities, these are a great spot to kind of mm-hmm. start. Oh, absolutely. Um, Every single person I know inside the Golds, with the exception of some people that know me from from the bouncing days and followed me over there, uh, is someone that like I've never met them before, and then it's just hey, like either they'll come up at some lift and be like, hey man, like that was yeah, <laughs> or or vice versa. Um, earlier this week, I made a new friend because or plate squat, astagrass, yeah, and just just perfect form. At the end of it, he puts <laughs> it back up, and I'm like, dude, I had to say something. This was incredible. Um. You do that. That warrants. That warrants some compliments. Yeah, that's that's a pretty good. Um, we're friends now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, guys, just compliment a gym bro. Yeah, compliment. Do your do your daily daily good deed. <laughs> uh, and tell someone his his anterior delts are looking sick. 
So after your goals, your your LA, like the lifetime in Equinox, which moved to that I, like sports club yeah, kind of I level. Would, I would arguably even just separate them out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Granted, I'm a former lifetime member. <laughs> And I only stopped going there because I moved too far away. Yeah. And so there's a little bit of bias here. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, with Lifetime, I'm like, okay, it's not as expensive. You'll have some members there where in, my, in their mind they're going to Equinox. And it's like, <laughs> bro, calm down. Yeah. On the other hand, yeah, you're paying a bit more, but... Dude, a eucalyptus leaf spa. <laughs> I don't know what the eucalyptus does, but I can't spell that word. Just, just goddamn, give me my tea and I'll stick my pinky out. Exactly. <laughs> so this is a spot you'll have. Obviously, you have your 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 weight floor. You have your mm-hmm. free weights, your machines, blah blah blah. But then it moves into, like you said, spa. This is these we are the places where spa, you'll have a, a sauna. We yeah. had two hot tubs by the Olympic size swimming pools and a hot tub in each locker room yeah. in case you like didn't yeah. want to go out there. Um, showers with like good quality body wash, shampoo, conditioner, mm-hmm. all of that. I'm like, uh, shaving cream, razors, yeah. all of that. Like, uh, when a I was... smoothie girl to hit on. We're kidding. <laughs> Leave the employees <laughs> alone, kids. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, it's a like a massage studio yeah, in yeah. in the thing, and so. You're paying a bit more. You're getting a bit more. Yeah. Um, Equinox levels that up a bit. I've got a particular feel, feeling about Equinox, but we'll we'll get there when we yeah. bring this analogy full circle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I guess to quickly, the Gold's LA Fitness run you like 30 to 50 bucks a month, depending on where you are, that yeah. kind of thing. Uh, very manageable. Mm-hmm. And then Lifetime was, what, 100 bucks? Um, I was paying, I want to say 120, 130. Yeah. But I also like... I was paying so I, I didn't just have a membership at that club. I could go mm. to any lifetime in the area. Okay, that's pretty lit. Um, and so I think that's why I was paying an extra 20 to 30 a month. Yeah. Um, overall, like, yeah, I'm definitely a step up from, from like, a Gold's membership yeah. in terms of price. But you also do get access to some more facilities. Like, yes. That step up, again, biased, uh, I, I think you can justify a little more. Yeah. And then... Equinox. Uh, <laughs> Equinox is for networking with dumbbells. Um, it's like <laughs> <laughs> I like that a lot. <laughs> I, I I know people who went there who again it really it was for networking. Like yeah. you go, you had that membership, so you could say you had that membership, and yeah. you're like, oh, I ran into. It's like a sports club. Like yeah. it's how. Uh, again, I've never been, but I'd assume because I'm I'm a poor uh, riffraff. But <laughs> I'd assume if you're like a hedge fund guy or like you you work on Wall Street or something. Like you got a you know an hour lunch, so you like mm-hmm. go work out at Equinox, which means you go there, uh, you get a like a whatever espresso, yeah, exactly, yeah, you 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 soak, uh, mm-hmm. and discuss how you're gonna rob people or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah. Equinox is. I mean, I'm I'm sure that some people can get lifts in there. Yeah, um, and um, I, uh, it's for Equinox. For always people. reminds me of um of the professor. Uh, shout out Don Mazzetti. Uh, the, at Equinox, the lifts weight the uh, the, the, the weight. weights lift themselves. Yeah, <laughs> like it's not it's not about working out because you're too rich to know what struggle is. Um, <laughs> yeah, again, like if you can afford it, again, again, I'm sure they have kind of like the amenities of Lifetime. You probably mm-hmm. have access to a yeah. nice level of of spa treatment and other such frivolities. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
most people are probably going to be in the the kind of standard corporate gym uh somewhere I, in between like LA Golds yeah maybe 24 hour fitness you know uh-huh. i know i had buddies who they worked like dumb late shifts yeah. so that just worked out for them cuz they could go to the gym at um, like 4 a.m. after yeah, they got I, off work after high school i started off at a fitness 19 where I think it was open 4 a.m. till midnight, so yeah, 20 hours. But um, <laughs> but also like it was it was fitness 19. Membership was 19 bucks a month for that and like good quality equipment and everything, especially considering the price. So yeah, yeah we're not covering every single corporate gym. That would take an entire hour. Yeah. but it's just the big guys. Yeah. Um, now we've hinted at it. <laughs> There's encompassing Planet Fitness, LA Fitness, Lifetime, and Equinox. There's a fun analogy we've yeah. come up with. <laughs> um, do you want to get started? Do you want me to get in? Uh, I'll start. So I'll start with LA Fitness. So, like, we're going to make an alcohol analogy because former degenerates. Uh, if you know anything about scotch, right, you know that... You're going to enjoy this. <laughs> yeah. It, you, you know that there are obviously levels, and there's... Once you, like, can get past just the pure names of stuff, you realize there's, like, oh... Just because his name's here mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily mean this is the better stuff. So LA Fitness is like a Dewar's. So Dewar's was the first scotch that I ever bought mm-hmm. legally. It's the first alcohol I ever purchased. I didn't. I never had a fake, so I never bought anything underage. But uh, I remember seeing all the commercials on TV. Mm-hmm. And the day I turned 21, Nasty took me to the uh, the DMV, got the license, went straight to Sioux in College Park, <laughs> and got a Dewar's 12. And felt very fancy. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I now know is that's just that's pretty normal stuff. Yeah, pretty regular. You said that was was that a, a rail for you at when you bartended at yes. uh, Capitol? Um, so that or Woodmont, excuse me. Uh, that yes, Dewar's was our rail scotch. Yeah, but the thing is, my rule whenever I go out to buy liquor is, I'll look at what our rails there were. And I'm like that is my minimum standard. Yeah, which means Dewar's passes the acceptable quality. Yep, just as. LA Fitness <laughs> meets the acceptable quality. Yeah, yeah. It's again, you're going to get get done everything you need to get done. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not going to break the bank it's, it's and nothing, you can pretend that it's nothing particularly yeah. special, but it gets the job done and and meets a, a fair standard. And if people don't know what it is, they're going to think you're fancy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so the moving up to Lifetime, you look at Lifetime. All right. Uh, so Lifetime is is your Macallan 12. Mm. Um McAllen 12 was brought in my life by Bendorf on my 21st birthday. Um, absolutely love the stuff. Uh, and uh, if you can't tell, I kind of love my experience at Lifetime. Um, so now McAllen 12 is a step up in terms of price, mm-hmm. uh, just as Lifetime is a step up in terms of price. However, I think there's also a, a comparable increase in terms of quality. Yeah. So... Yes, you're paying more, but you're actually getting what you're paying for. Yeah. Um, it it is a bit better. It's still not the fanciest thing in the world. Yeah. You definitely now are going to start turning heads, especially from like, if someone turned their heads at Doers, they're really going to turn yeah. their head at McAllen. <laughs> um, but it's you're you're getting a good value for the price point. It's nothing. It's nothing out of this world incredible, but yep. it's. It's appropriate for what you're paying for it. Yeah. And, and so, Lifetime is McAllen 12. <laughs> um, we've got two more for you guys. Yes. W- which one do you want? We're going to go high. We're going to go Equinox. So, Equinox <laughs> is Johnny Walker Blue. Johnny Walker Blue is good. It's, it's 
excellent mm-hmm. as far as blended scotch goes. It's up there for sure. Uh, that being said, very overpriced. Yes. Very overpriced. You will go to places and they'll charge you. I've seen as high as $50 mm-hmm. for a pour of this, which for those of you who don't buy alcohol regularly, uh, a fifth or 750 milliliters of good whiskey you can get for $40. Yeah. So when you're being charged $50 for a pour, which in theory is two ounces, realistically one and a half. Yeah. Uh, little overpriced, just like Equinox. But again, it is good. Like yeah. it's not bad. It's very, it's, it's, it's well, very good blend of scotch. So, but it's not. So building on that, the, the other part is if you're drinking Johnny Walker blue, you're drinking it for the name. Yes. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And <laughs> and if you're you're going to Equinox, you're doing it so you can say you go to Equinox. Yeah, yeah. Because the reality with both of them is, especially when I was checking out. Don't ask me why. I was looking at gyms in New York City. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and well, first of all, y'all are gonna get to know me a little bit. <laughs> Whenever I say New York. I'm not referring to the state. I'm not even referring to New York City. I'm referring specifically to the borough of Manhattan. Borough of Manhattan. <laughs> Long Island City. Long Island, New York. <laughs> Queens, New York City. And so, uh, don't ask me why I was looking at gyms <laughs> there. That's fine. But um, I, was, I was comparing a lot of them. I'm like, okay, like, yeah, Equinox is fine. It's great. For that price point, you could have this. Or you could have that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's just better. Yeah. And, and that's... Sorry, Mike. Um, <laughs> that's how I look at Johnny Walker Blue. Yeah. I, uh, my first bottle of, of Johnny Blue was given me on my 22nd birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, no, actually, also my 21st birthday. Um, since then, like, that bottle I didn't open until I passed my first class of grad school. Yeah. Because when I got it, I was like, this is going to be something yeah. special. When I finished undergrad, I'm like, I'm changing career fields. This doesn't count. <laughs> and so and so it was okay. Past my first class, I've taken a meaningful step. Now I can open this. Yeah. For the sake of tradition, I will always have a bottle of Johnny Walker Blue in my house. Mm-hmm. However, I rarely drink it because for that price point, you can just drink better scotch. Yeah. And for that price point, you can get more than you get at Equinox. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're going there to network. Cause, yeah. Yeah. I like think, I said, uh, I think you, you hit it perfectly. You, you get John O'Rourke Blue for the name, you go to Equinox for the name. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Planet Fitness is Jameson, because Jameson isn't Scotch. <laughs> <laughs> Being done, no elaboration, that's all there is to it. But Will, it's, uh, you can get stuff done with Jameson. And you can get stuff done in Planet Fitness. Exactly. Uh, but... You know, you can do better. Uh, <laughs> all right. So that's the Corbett Gyms. Uh, that's like the bulk of stuff. Uh, what we're going, kind of where we'll go now, is just kind of some of the fun, like, for the culture kind of places. So obviously you can't talk about bodybuilding without Venice, Gold's Gym, and Muscle Beach. Yes. So these are two separate places. Um, Gold's Gym in Venice is the mecca of bodybuilding. This is where Arnold and Columbo, and uh, Haney, and all these guys worked at, kind of at the, in the heyday of that, yeah. that era of bodybuilding. Uh, it this is, is your heritage, right? Yeah, th- yeah, this is one of those places where if you, like me, got into bodybuilding.com in college, this is a place that you were going to go at some point, mm-hmm. just for the sake of going to it and saying you've been there. Uh, obviously, it's still just a Gold's Gym, 
but you do have that history there. Yes. You will, again, if you're interested in that, you'll be able to see people there, you know, celebrities train out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the influencers before they went to Bradley Martin's gym were training at, at the Venice Gold's gym. Um, it's kind of like a rite of passage yeah. kind of thing just to, at, at to go there. At some point, you yeah. get a lift there. Just get a lift in there. Um, again, it is still just a Gold's gym, mm-hmm. but you do have that uh, long history of people training there. You have like Charles, uh, who's who's like a famous trainer there, who mm-hmm. people like come from all over the world just to, to work out with. Um, mm-hmm. And just just you know kind of get to soak in all of that kind of the the, the iconic culture. nature yeah the, the 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 culture of that space um same with muscle beach mm-hmm. and another again another spot that's kind of known for for being muscle beach my yeah. father at one was point had father, a, used to yeah he used to work out there and it's you know he said it's kind of weird you have like tourists constantly just taking pictures of you because mm-hmm. you're literally just on venice beach like there's the boardwalk and then it's like a little fenced in little spot yeah uh, the equipment's old and ratted but again, you have like super ripped dudes doing like cool muscle ups there. So again, another spot like kind of for the culture. Again, obviously Arnold and all those guys worked out at yeah. on on the beach there too. Um, so yeah, if you're again, if if there was like a heritage of bodybuilding, these are two spots that are you kind of have to have to bring up in the conversation. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure there's anything meaningful I can add to that. <laughs> that was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, I guess. Guess the only thing I could do before we we keep going. Um, that seems like as appropriate time as any. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alright, guys. So uh, exciting news! This episode, for the first time since the first episode, yes, since our inception, um, we're sponsored, kids. Yeah, and by well, us, but still. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So <clears throat> this is the first time I'm hearing this too. I'm excited. <laughs> All right, so today's episode is brought to you by Gym Buddies. Do you have a crippling need for others to acknowledge your pump? Would you be helped by someone pointing out that six PRs in a row does not constitute a bad training week? (laughs) Are you tired of recording your own sets? Does the thought of not risking death every bench PR appeal to you? (laughs) Then Gym Buddies may be right for you. Side effects may include an inflated sense of ego, an actively harmful sense of competition, <laughs> and losing your faith in humanity every time they sleep in on leg day. <laughs> Gym buddies, since the literal dawn of picking things up and putting them back down. Nice. Yay. I like it. Gym buddies are good. Uh, we'd like, I'd like to thank all the my gym buddies. Uh, you, obviously. All the OG crew, Iron, Nasty, Starge. Uh, Brepo, Nick, mm-hmm. um, and then the random people along the way, mm-hmm. all the random spots, all the, hey, bro, can you record this? Hey, bro, can you watch me here? Mm-hmm. Uh, love, peace, and harmony to all of y'all. Yep. Uh, along with the entire OG crew that, that Sam shout out, and obviously Samuel himself. Hey. Um, I special shout out to, to my gym buddy, uh, my, my current workout partner, Mr. Brian Kim. Um, who who had to explain to me while I was ranting about how I was having a shitty training week after setting, let's see, uh, Monday I set a PR on sumo deadlifts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tuesday was was hip thrust where I d- hit double what I was doing two months ago. Um, 
five pounds short of double. I'll give it to myself. Um, <laughs> Just counting. You. You're me. Counting. <laughs> uh, Wednesday was um, was incline presses. Thursday was conventional deadlifts, and I'm still here talking about, dude, I'm just not hitting it today. And he's like, Monacy literally PR'd every day. Shut up. It's like, okay, yeah, maybe just because I didn't PR by as much as I wanted to yeah. doesn't mean I'm a complete failure. Exactly. Just like your hardcore card. That's, it's, I'm just losing it all this week. It's so good to have someone or people, multiple people, mm-hmm. to push you when you go to the gym, uh, whether you're at a high school gym, a college gym, or a corporate gym, to tie into the episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, it's it's super helpful to have someone there who's going to help you out. Obviously, like you said, spotting you mm-hmm. for uh, the the life-threatening lifts, which if you live with us are all of them. <laughs> and uh, again, can give you just some perspective. Super nice. Yeah. You push it's each other. a bit of objectivity from yeah. someone that you like, someone that, you know, is looking out for you, but whose opinion you care about. Yeah. So um, shout out, shout out all of our gym buddies, mm-hmm. and again the impromptu gym buddies. I um, still have a video on my phone of a guy who asked me to record his set. Yeah. Um, he didn't hit it, but he tried, and uh, I was like, I mean, I guess I'll delete this. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't ask for it or anything. So um, also, he didn't give me his phone to record, which is very bizarre. That, like, that's right. odd. Yeah. Um, also, shout out to you, Sam, because I'll note, and this is one of the things that I need to work on. Um. My diet, I've got down pat. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty good about adherence. If I go off plan, I don't get upset when then the results change accordingly. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I, I understand what I did gives me this end result. Yeah. Bean. Um, training, I tend to kind of just, like, question myself a lot. <laughs> um, and I tend to have a strong intensity imposter syndrome where I never really feel like I'm going hard enough. <laughs> despite the fact that, I mean, right now, it's we're recording on March 7th, and I've spent maybe one, like a little over a week this entire year in a caloric surplus. Yeah. And, and we're still hitting PRs. Yeah. And I'm sitting here like, do better. <laughs> and, and so, I mean, Brian, thank you for this. Sam, you also do a lot. Just thank you for, like, talking some sense into me sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Y'all need uh, one of those, just a nudge of reality once in a while. On that note, let's get back to the episode. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so the last, like, there, we've done all the, like, the main stuff. What Mm -hmm. you're going to get into now is, we kind of, we called it influencer gyms. Uh, So these are, we have, I guess, influencer hardcore gyms, which can kind of have some overlap. So, like, these are your, your zoo culture, shout out Bradley Martin, you have fitness culture, Steve Cook. Alpha Land with Christian Guzman, yeah. the OG Metroflex, and then the LA Metroflex, mm-hmm. Iron Edge Gym with CT Fletcher, Barbell Brigade with that whole crew. Yeah. Um, so these are like where you have people who have built up a career either as a fitness influencer or as a powerlifter, strongman, bodybuilder, mm-hmm. whatever. There's... Again, Hafthor Bjornsson has his gym in Iceland. Like these are the gyms yeah, of people where you're going because you like that person. Either you've been following their content for years, or mm-hmm. you've been purchasing their merch, or whatever it is. These are these gems, uh, and there, there is some sort of carryover between two, where some of them are entirely just this person, yeah, and others. Um, here's what I'm thinking of, say, like Barbell Brigade. It's just like okay, like it's not quite Muscle Beach levels, yeah. but it's still just like okay, the the amount of things that have happened here, the yeah. amount of people that come here, I still want to go. Oh, 100 percent. It's like let's call it like the new era of the for the culture yeah. gym like i said the amount of people 
who were training there before they got their own gym yeah. with their name on it is astonishing. Mm-hmm. Like that's the first place I saw Omar Youssef. Uh that's like the first play. I think I saw Steffi Cohen I've early. Seen her, record there. her doing stuff there. Um, and then you have other people like Rob Bailey and Dana Lynn Bailey. They're opening a new spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have people who have. Like, I'm sure there's there's way more. Obviously, yeah, we, like we're not going to be able again, to name again, all we of them. Keep going and Kabuki strength places like this. Yeah. Um. These these shims just you're. It's it's hard to draw that line in between where it stops being more of an influence gym and mm-hmm. where it starts becoming more of the the next generation of, of your Venice and your yeah. Muscle Beach. Um over time I think we will start to see increasing amounts of separation. Mm-hmm. Like Marble Brigade, I think, is going to end up becoming one yeah. of those, hey, like this ends up at least partially defining a generation. Um that's it's just one particular gym that I have yeah. a very soft spot for, and I yeah. cannot <laughs> wait to go work oh, out yeah. there. Um, first flight that that, <laughs> that we can write off. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say legally allowed to do, but... <laughs> oh, also that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're allowed to go places. Um, but, yeah, that's... It, it's kind of this just, like, new up-and-coming sort of thing. I, Dude... I am so excited to work out at Alpha Land. Yeah. I've, I mean, I've been following um, Christian Guzman talking about all them, like his Instagram stories about this from the start. Yeah. And it looks incredible. Yeah. It looks so good. Um, and it's, it's in Texas. And yeah. And, well, it's normally warm in Texas. So, <laughs> so, um, so any, any excuse to get to warmer weather. And, oh, 100%. Especially going like the winter. Yeah. So these are spots where you'll be able to again, like if you're going to these places because you like the people who've opened these places up. Yes. You've been following them for years. You've seen them work out at Venice Golds mm-hmm. or Muscle Beach or at each other's. And I think that's again one of the cool things about the fitness community becoming much more collaborative in all the aspects. You'll see them mm-hmm. go to each other's gyms and work out there, rep their merch, and just have great kind of collaborative fitness sessions. Yeah. Um. That's like the main like the those gyms. We gotta mention CrossFit boxes again. Yes. As much phones like to make for the CrossFit people, uh, y'all are, y'all are killing it in your own right. So you have, I mean these these are very rarely chains. You these are normally pretty individualized spots. I think like the exceptions can be like Soldier Fit has I know a bunch of locations. I've seen that a lot of yeah. spots. Um, but for the most part, these are kind of independently owned and operated spots. Where people who are either again like you have your levels, obviously you have the places yes. where like Brooke Wells and the people who are training for the games go. Then you have just again kind of your your Gen Pop stuff where mm-hmm. people are just really and really like CrossFit and have the community mm-hmm. uh, can go. I mean, too many to name. Like yeah, there's there's I wouldn't even know where. Yeah, like. there, there's a ton of them. I mean, in in our area alone. Yeah, it's just, there's more CrossFit gyms than there are normal gyms. Yeah. And it, which, again, which the, kind of just speaks to like how it spread yeah. and, and the amount of people that, that, community, that, that speaks yeah. to. Um, Noble is now sponsoring the CrossFit Games or the official sponsor. Yeah. yeah, that just got announced. Whoops, another sponsor for the the upcoming games. Jesus. So yeah, they're yeah. yeah they're they're growing a lot, and it's really cool to see. Again, like I said, if you want to be motivated, uh, <laughs> watch those documentaries they yes. put out after every year. 
uh, we'll get you ready to, to your run. Mobility, please. Yes, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's one thing they do better than I think any other group, uh, at least publicly, is is mobility and Olympic weightlifters. Yeah, well, publicly, I don't know anyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, see, see, you you took it in the best. You took my comment in the best possible fashion. <laughs> And that's what I appreciate about you, Katie. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I was just more saying, well, like, if, if you're going to do these things that aren't meant to be done this much oh, or yeah. this much, <laughs> just, just make sure your joints are going to keep Modest, working. Yeah, make sure you're all, you're all squared away. Yeah. Uh, so that's... I can't think of I, honestly, any Honestly, I, I any think more. that's all the big things. Yeah, I mean, obviously you have, like, your... Uh, well, let's just talk about home gyms. Because that is something that is growing in popularity, especially with the advent of of, of early COVID when everything yes. was shut down and people were building gyms themselves. Um, I know that Rogue has a it's called like the Zeus Gym Builder. Mm-hmm. So if you wanna if you're into interior design but you're a meathead also and you wanna design a space for lifting, uh, go to their gym builder. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, all they, you really need get a pull up bar that drills into your studs. And a half rack with the barbell. Uh, that I mean, yeah. that's really where you got. That's where you'll start. And then obviously, as you have space and and, and uh, money, also like upgrade. Not, not even necessarily that far. Like my parents have started building their own in their basement. Yeah. Um. And in their case, so okay, like what do we what do we do in terms of weightlifting? I was like, honestly, just start off with with an adjustable bench mm-hmm. and adjustable dumbbells. Yeah. True. And, true. True. And if you want to end up getting to a point. Of okay, yeah, let's squat heavy, let's deadlift heavy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I'm. Yeah, I'm all here for it. <laughs> but we're gonna start off a little bit simpler. Even if you do take that next step up, this is this is cheap. It's a low barrier to entry. Yeah, it'll hit all your fundamentals. Um, and then when you do get there, you you already know how to deadlift. Yeah. You already know how to squat. You're getting your fundamentals down early. And then we can go from there. Yeah. And if you don't take that step up, that's fine. That's you don't have to pull plates mm-hmm. to be healthy. Yeah. And and I th- I think one of the coolest things that has come out of the last year is home gyms. Like yeah. the the amount of detail and thought that some people have put into what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um absolutely surreal. Like I it's while I don't think I'll ever stop having a, a normal gym membership, yeah. this definitely does make me want to you know, as as grad school finishes up and we move on out, um, just get a, a basic set of my own. Get really just a squat rack and a bench. But. Yeah, yeah. When when everything shut down, I went. Oh, it would be really nice to have access to again. Like yeah. I had, I had a, my uncle got me years ago a set of sixty five pound kettlebells, which mm-hmm. kind of came in clutch because it was mm-hmm. better than zero. Um, and you could still do stuff with it, but yeah, I would love to get to a point where I could have uh, a spot at my house, either in the garage or yeah. if we're really balling, like a whole thing. Yeah. Um, kind of like uh, what the Rock has, like his Iron Paradise. That that's that's a home that's gym the goal. Dream. Yeah, that's like the that's that's the goal for mm-hmm. sure. But yeah, so that um, that's like the the only other real. I will I will while we're on this topic. Um, I've talked about how I got lucky, and. I'd happen to order a pair of adjustable dumbbells right before COVID mm-hmm. started. Um, in addition to that, and while I was waiting for those to come in, uh, the first piece of home gym equipment that I have upstairs in my room right now uh, was given to me by Iron. So 
Iron, when you're listening to this, thank you. <laughs> um, 30 pound kettlebell. Yeah. And the amount of things that you can do with a single kettlebell. Yeah. Um, which, which just speaks to, yeah, you can go really hardcore and really fancy, but your fundamentals have a very low barrier of entry. Yeah. And you can get every single thing you need to to get started going. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can get that for like 30 bucks. If that. If even, yeah. yeah. Go to any Dick Sporting Goods or your local uh, meathead um, real... Really? Look for uh, what I'd really recommend. Look for, in my case, uh, where I go, it's like a lacrosse and hockey shop. Just look for like smaller run uh, sports goods stores, like yeah, yeah. independently owned. And I found that normally most of them will, will specialize in like a sport or two, like not necessarily in weightlifting. But if you go in, they'll probably just have some weights tucked in in the yeah. corner somewhere, <laughs> and they'll be cheaper than going to to a Dick's or going yeah, to like a large sure. chain store. Yeah. Um, now you don't really know what you're gonna find, but when you find something, <laughs> oh yeah, you oh, find yeah. something. <laughs> nice. Uh, all right. Well, on that note, I think I'm. I'll give it something I want to say. Sam, do you have anything else you want to add? I like it. I think uh, we we gave y'all some knowledge. Which right. is always our goal, I think. <laughs> Every now and then. <laughs> um, I guess, well, thank you for tuning in. Uh, you've been listening to Unsolicited Lifting Advice. Um, as always, like again, just thank you for your support. We really do appreciate it. Um, if you do enjoy the show, the best thing you can possibly do is either like the video on YouTube or rate and review us on your app store. That just helps us be seen by more people. We've started seeing an increasing amount of organic growth, which is incredible. Yeah, it's but really cool. Um, yeah, any, anything you do there would be greatly appreciated and would, would do more to help us than anything we could possibly do. (laughs) Um, that being said, please keep reaching out. Please keep, you know, giving us any feedback. We absolutely love hearing from y'all. Um, team ULA, just thank you. Uh, I I think we're all good there. Uh, if you want to reach out to us on anything, it is at ULA podcast on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, uh, we still mostly use and will respond fastest to, <laughs> to you on the Instagram. Uh, yeah, thank you guys. We'll be back next Wednesday. This episode comes out, as always, at midnight on Wednesday. Uh, the YouTube video will probably be up a little bit before noon yeah. on Wednesday. Uh, and we will see you next Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs>